Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. Human remains found by a man walking his dog in 29 Palms are being investigated as historical by the county sheriff's department. On Saturday morning at around 9 a.m., an unidentified man walking his dog near Canyon Road and Two Mile Road in 29 Palms discovered what appeared to be human skeletal remains. The man contacted sheriff's deputies, who arrived along with representatives from the county coroner's office. A search was conducted for additional remains in the area, but none were found. Though the investigation is ongoing, the remains are currently presumed to be historical. Anyone with information regarding this incident is urged to contact the Sheriff's Specialized Investigation Division at 909-890-4904. At last night's meeting, the Yucca Valley Town Council met the newest addition to the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, a young bloodhound named Naji, trained to find missing people. The Joshua Tree National Park Superintendent Jane Rogers greeted the town council and presented an introductory report about her new term as superintendent of the park. The council also received an update on the organics recycling program rollout. Reporter Hillary Sloan was at last night's packed meeting and will update you with the specifics. Joshua Tree National Park Superintendent Jane Rogers made her first presentation to the town council. The town council introduced and approved the development code amendment for the state law-mandated medicinal marijuana delivery services. Erica Vega from the legal department staff presented the ordinance that goes into effect next year. The council reviewed and approved the American Rescue Plan Act funding contract between the town and San Bernardino County, allowing for the construction of a pickleball complex. The council reviewed the strategic planning ideas and initiatives that were discussed at the last Yucca Valley Town Council meeting and supported by the livability survey. The final staff and council input will be provided for the 2024-26 strategic plan. For specific information on any of the issues covered at last night's meeting, see this story at Z1077-FM. For Z1077, this is reporter Hillary Sloan. The 29 Palms Planning Commission attempted to better define campsites at their meeting last night. A number of residents spoke on the matter during a public comment period, with many suggesting that developers were able to create large-scale commercial hotel projects under the guise of campsites, often using the term glamping. With that public comment in mind, the Commission set about to better define the different types of camping and campsites currently allowed in the town. A staffer of the City of 29 Palms expressed the urgency of updating the city's camping regulations, saying, We've got people that like the area. We've got the camp that's overflowing in the park, in the National Park. People need a place to camp, and they will do it illegally unless we get a handle on it and sit there and say, okay, we've got a way for them to do that. The town has three designations of campsites. First is high-impact campsites, currently required to be on a minimum of 10 acres and to have restrooms and electricity. These types of campsites currently require a conditional use permit. The city has a low-impact campsite designation, which is less defined, but is on a minimum of five acres of land. The commission hopes to define this designation further, specifically regarding requirements for electricity and bathrooms. The final camping category, dry camping, is essentially setting up a tent in the wilderness on sites less than two acres. 
The Planning Commission also discussed additional regulations regarding setbacks for campgrounds, specifically as they relate to eyelines, additional noise regulations, and more consideration for zoning. After discussing these issues and more, the Commission directed city staff to consider revisions to these ordinances, and they will return with their recommendations at a public hearing on February 22nd. The Yucca Valley Airport District Board of Directors meets this evening to consider a number of issues, including the heights and condition of fencing that surrounds the airport, specifically a possible shortage of fence at Lindbergh Lane and Warren Vista. The board will also discuss a financing workshop, airport access, and airport rules, regulations, and disciplinary measures. The public meeting begins at 6.30 p.m. at the Yucca Valley Community Center. On last Friday's Up Close show with host Gary Dineau, Yucca Valley Film Festival director Matt Bouwois discussed the festival's mission. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart takes a closer look at this enlightening conversation. When Danielle commented on the festival's growing popularity, Bouwois confirmed that more and more directors are coming out for the festival every year before he segued into the festival's mission. Uh, every year we have more and more, and this is kind of, I want to say, the mission of the film festival. It's to put the town of Yucca Valley on the map. It's to bring artists and people who do have their own platform, bring them to Yucca Valley so they can enjoy a weekend here. And maybe come back and film and some movies here. And maybe come back here. and yeah. film a movie yeah. and keep supporting the town and supporting the community and promoting the community. So we are helping them today in hopes they will help, them, help us tomorrow. Bureau went on to mention that while many may know about Joshua Tree and the National Park, they may not know how active the surrounding arts community is. He sees the festival as a way to bring the arts community, quote, above ground by shining a spotlight on it. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. The 29 Palms Weed Show took place this last weekend, drawing visitors from all over the Morongo Basin. Online news editor Robert Hayden was one of them and joins us with this story. With its 83rd year in the books, the 29 Palms Historical Society announced the winners for this year's weed show. There was 13 Hollywood-connected categories, such as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which limited weed arrangements to three square inches. Each category was well-represented, with 214 total entries into the show, and there were some popular returning category themes that any weed show regular would recognize. I like to see the purple glass. Those are my favorites. But they're all just... people are so clever. It's fun. That's Cheryl. She's been coming to the weed show for a few years now. Oh, about 40. Probably... A huge number of people in this town have purple glass collections. Arguably one of the largest collectors of purple glass in the area is Kathy Snodgrass, who took home the first place ribbon in the purple rain category. I have probably about 200 pieces of purple glass, but I only started collecting about 15 years ago. While purple glass isn't unique to the desert, our plentiful sunshine is really good at turning glass that contains the mineral manganese into a pale purple that pops with fresh and dry desert flowers. We were fortunate because of the recent rains. That was a boon. Uh, this is verbena. I have it planted in pots around the house, um, and it gives these little beautiful little purple flowers. I wanted purple everything, and that was my design. More, the more if it was purple, it went in there. There are a lot of familiar names on the list of winners. Each category had a first through third place, along with an honorable mention. Nearly 500 visitors came out to the Old Schoolhouse Museum for the Weed Show weekend, and they cast votes for the People's Choice Award, which went to Matthew Rinks in the Music Man category. You can read a longer version of this story with a full list of all the Weed Show winners and lots of pictures. That's at our website, Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden. The Yucca Valley Elks Lodge 
2314 is honoring veterans this Saturday with a Veterans Day celebration. Barbecue plates will be available, there will be a dessert auction, and music from the Jan Brown Band featuring Harriet Allen. Booze Fighters Chapter 153 will be holding a high-end raffle in which you can win a Harley-Davidson motorcycle. The event begins at 1 p.m. with dinner served from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Yucca Valley Elks Lodge, located at 55946 Yucca Trail. And finally, the Yucca Valley High School Trojans wrestling team is participating in an inter-squad black and gold duel on Thursday afternoon at 2.30 p.m. in the Yucca Valley High School Gymnasium. Entry is $5 at the door and a snack bar will be available. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.